Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. All right, watchers and listeners, welcome to the show. I'm Chris White, president of CXR and today's host for an edition of our podcast that we like to call Expertise. Uh, we're spending 15 minutes or so with an industry leader or practitioner who shares a few valuable life lessons with us, and we're super grateful for it. Uh, if you didn't already know, we also do segments like uh, Have You Met, uh, Uncorked, uh, and Moments That Matter, so be sure you check those out. You can subscribe to all of those and more at cxr.org slash podcast, and we're happy to say you can watch or listen to them nearly anywhere you already subscribe to your favorite shows. Now, in today's expertise segment, we're pleased to have back on the show industry analyst and friend, Madeline Loreno, Aptitude Research. Madeline, how are you? Chris, thanks for having me back. Yeah, we love to have you on the show. Uh, for those who don't know Madeline, who is Madeline Loreno and why should anybody care what the heck she has to say? <laughs> those are good questions. Sometimes I ask myself those questions. Uh <laughs> even when I know what I do. So I'm a, a research analyst and I have a company called Aptitude Research uh, that I founded about six years ago. And we do research and advisory on HCM technology, but primarily talent acquisition. So lots of demos, lots of research reports that we publish. We, you know, kind of like to, to talk about all things TA Tech and it's been quite a year. So we've been crazy busy with, with following this space. Yeah, you guys have uh, been, I mean, before we even get to the topic, we can jump in and talk about it. You guys have been just on a publishing role lately. And I think you have another piece coming up, conversational, you have a conversational AI report that just came out? We did. We just published one. Paradox sponsored it. So if you know Paradox, they're a conversational AI provider. And it kind of gets into these expanded use cases. Like companies are using conversational AI for interviewing and for um, internal mobility and onboarding. So really expanding the use cases. And, you know, we talk about how it's more than a chat bot. So all of that's in there. Okay, awesome. So today uh, we were going to talk a little bit about CRMs, right? And so we've been seeing uh, a little bit of a shift or a little bit of a shift in focus, at least, on CRMs for the past year. Uh, we've only got about 10 minutes. So I want to jump right in with what you think uh, TA leaders or practitioners should be, should be aware of or should be watching for. Uh, with regards to CRMs and sort of that shift or that evolution? Yeah, it's really interesting, Chris, this, this CRM space, because we see over 70% of companies at the enterprise level are investing in CRMs or very interested in investing in CRMs, you know, in the next year. And the CRM does everything pre-applicant, right? So it manages engaging with talent, nurturing talent, building these talent pipelines, all these activities before somebody applies. And lots of variations of these systems in the market. And I think if, if for TA leaders listening, what I would be very cautious of and maybe questioning is the adoption. So mm -hmm. often you spend and invest in these systems and they're very hard to adopt. They're very hard to, to implement and they're very hard to kind of uh, build change management around. So it takes a lot of work and I think you have to be prepared for that. They can do amazing things, but you have to be prepared for that work and that change management. Um, and then, you know, I, I think it's really thinking about what the big conversation is today, which is, do we use our ATS? Every ATS has built this very light CRM, which is sort of a check the box CRM. A couple of them have made some significant acquisitions. That's a little bit different, like Jobbyte yeah. and, you know, and ISIMS. And then I think the, 
The other piece is, do we use a standalone CRM that has a career site that's really dedicated to this? Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about the um, uh, the change management piece, because a lot of times we will hear from recruiting leaders, Jerry and I will hear that uh, they're struggling with their recruiters don't like the, the CRM or even the ATS that's been implemented. Uh, they just don't like it. It's their favorite game is to hate on hate on that solution that maybe got implemented. Uh, and I, I go back to thinking more often than not, it's it is actually a change management issue. It's a rollout issue. It's an implementation issue. It's not so much an issue of the system is limited or it doesn't work or it's just broken. Are you seeing the same thing? Are we crazy? Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely true. It's a, it's, a lot of it is a change management issue. I think the other piece is the vendor has to be willing to partner. And unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. They have to be responsive. Like if you know a company wants to make changes, if it's a career site issue and a company wants to make changes to their career site, um, they need to be able to get the response that they need and they expect that given what they've spent. And sometimes vendors are not super responsive um, on different areas. The integration piece is really important, like the integration with the ATS, and that can cause a lot of problems early on. So if a, you know, a company goes back and says, you know, our recruiters would like um, this and that and the other thing, you know, the vendor might be slow to respond. So I think it's that combination. It has, the change management has to be there. But you have to look at a vendor that has a great history of, to me, it's responsiveness. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that partnership is key. I will tell you a little story, not that anybody asked me. Back in like 2010, doing an implementation, and we won't talk about what ATS it was. It rhymes with Schmanexa. <laughs> doing an impl implementation of this platform, we needed a custom field. We need a custom field at it. Not a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Anybody who's done any of these knows it's really not that big of a deal. It was going to be like six grand to put this custom field in. And at that point we were strapped and there, we just, we couldn't pull it together to justify going back to fight for the dollars. And that sour taste in everybody's mouth for that system, because we, we lost a big piece of functionality for, for something that should not have been, it should just should have been an easy partnership piece. Are you, are you hearing a lot of silly trivial uh, types of challenges like that, that are really damaging relationships? Absolutely. I mean, job alerts is another one. It's like the job alerts aren't integrated and that's not happening. It's super frustrating. But the, the custom field is so interesting this year, Chris, because companies have gone remote, right? It's like companies have said, work wherever you want, go overseas, you know, do you, you know, be you, live where you want. But yep. they, in the CRM, they haven't collected that information on address before. And now it's critical if you're letting people work wherever they want and you have to think about regulations and you have to think about um, just managing this remote workforce. So they have to be able to add those fields. And that specific issue is coming up as such a frustration just for, just as an address. We just have this and it's becoming really challenging for a lot of these providers to do that quickly. Seems to me there's a tremendous opportunity for those, those teams to lean in and say, we got you. Yeah. Uh, versus, oh yeah, got you. Uh, here, give me, give me another couple grand and we'll fix that for you. Right. I think that's absolutely true. And I think, um, you know, when you think about the, the adoption too, and you think about the change management, there are some limitations with the CRM. Um, like it doesn't do marketing automation. Like for anyone that's listening, if you're marketers, if you kind of understand marketing, you know, marketing tools, like if you look at HubSpot, if you look at, you know, Marketa, I, I know you use HubSpot at um, CXR, it's, it's marketing automation plus CRM. It's both of those things. The CRMs lack that marketing automation, so you're not really able to look at all the touch points. You're not really able to look at those talent pipelines in a really robust way. 
Then there's like candidate ID. I know we're, we're all friends with the candidate ID team and we think highly of that solution. That does marketing automation. That's a huge advantage to companies that's currently lacking in the CRMs. I mean, that's, you know, so there is this, there is this limitation there. Yeah, it is interesting. And that you bring up HubSpot. I mean, we actually, we're actually leaving HubSpot because of a partnership issue, not necessarily because of a functional issue. And it is that big of a, a you know, piece of sand uh, in your flip-flop, so to speak, uh, that, that sort of just, just irritates, irritates, irritates until the point that, that you move on. Uh, so from a, from a talent acquisition landscape standpoint, let, let me ask you, because you've got a very unique view. You get to go to all the fancy analyst meetings. You get to sit <laughs> in and talk to all those really smart people. Uh, is, there, is there anybody that you're seeing that you think is doing a partnership really, really well? Even if they're not the full suite, but they're doing partnership over the last year, last almost two years now, really challenging times, doing partnership really well. Yeah, you know, it's such an interesting question. And I think sometimes this is going to be surprising. Sometimes it's the smaller providers that do the partnership better. Um, I think they're eager to get these big brand names. They, you know, they kind of think about that, you know, in the CRM space, I mean, Candidate ID is one we talked about. They do a great job of really partnering and working so closely. I mean, Adam's very accessible to all their their customers. We enjoy, we enjoy Adam when he comes yeah. on and actually when he's, you know, part of some of our meetings, he's a super, super smart guy. Yeah, and Clint, I mean, Clinch has been acquired by Page of People, but Shane Gray had a similar approach, and we all know Shane as well, and he worked really closely and very, you know, accessible too for a lot of their customers. Um, they're all kind of building this out, and I think, you know, Beamery's done a great job uh, at partnering, and I think that they have a lot of huge uh, clients as well. Um, and then you look at like Symphony and Phenom, and they offer some creative services as well. So they're, the partnerships all take sort of a different look and feel, and I think for companies investing in this, you have to really think about what, what you need support with. Do you already have content? Do you have a creative team? Do you need subject matter experts? Do you need admins? Do you have two admins? Look at what your team looks like and what that partnership would need to be. And then those providers have different strengths. Well, that's, well, that's a really good point. Like, will your existing staff be able to complement yes. uh, what, you know, what the, the provider is going to bring to the table? I love that. Yeah. And the one thing I'll say to Jerry always says this, and I get this from him. So I will repeat it. I say it on every call is this industry is amazing because people share their experience. So before you're investing, before you're switching, before you're, you know, looking at different providers, talk to other companies. They've all like every enterprise company has gone through this in some way. And we're just so fortunate because people in this industry share. Yeah. You're saying people are open and they talk, they talk to each other. I don't get it. I know, I know. It's, this is not the case in procurement. I covered that <laughs> industry for a long time. Well, Madeline, thank you so much for being on the show. We're really happy to have you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having yeah. me on. I, I do want to call out, uh, before it escapes me, uh, we are partnering with yourself and Martin Burns and George LaRoque uh, on an HR technology newsletter. So anybody who's kind of interested in that, they can head out to cxr.org slash news. Uh, we're just getting it off the ground. We're pretty excited about it, but it's cxr.org slash H-R-T-E-C-H news. You can check that out and sign up. And then of course you can head out to aptituderesearch.com and get all of the wisdom that Madeline is spinning. So thank you for that. <laughs> uh, if you're still with us, yeah, thank you. If, you, if you hung in there and you're still with us next week, you can join us live or you can dial in from your treadmill, but you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, earlier this year, Kareem Benamar joined us uh, for a CXR workshop on rethinking our actions and reframing our approaches to DEI challenges. Now, this really was one of our favorite workshops of the year. We ought to know we did almost 100 uh, virtual sessions for the year. 
but we knew we wanted to learn more and hear more from this guy. So we're thrilled to have Kareem with us again next week where he's going to be talking about some of his work around restructuring work and reframing business models in light of the ongoing and ever-shifting COVID pandemic. So please get over to cxr.org slash hrtechnews. Sign up for the newsletter after you've smashed all those subscribe buttons on the podcast. And until next week, we'll see you online in the Career Crossroads community. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.